Want entertainment designed just for you? Then check out customizable streaming TV from Xfinity. It makes your life simple, easy, awesome. Xfinity gives you customizable streaming TV options. Enjoy the most free shows anywhere on any device and even access your streaming apps right on your TV with X1. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today to learn more. Restrictions apply. Welcome to the Love Your Life Podcast. My name is Stephanie. I'm a health and life coach, fitness enthusiast, entrepreneur, and a triathlete's wife. I am here to share my tips to help you create harmony on all aspects of your life, health, career, spirituality, relationships, and personal development. Every week, you will be inspired to create a life you love and deserve. Don't forget to like, comment, and follow our sponsors, Scribed, unlimited audio and eBooks for $8.99 a month, and Rocky's Natural Body Products. Use the link in the show notes to sign up. Welcome to episode five of the Love Your Life podcast. This is your host, Stephanie, and today I am joined in with a really great friend of mine who is a um, holistic practitioner and an energy worker in the Ferndale, Michigan area. I met her over about a little bit over a year ago when I was seeking out my own energy work. So I want to welcome onto the show my good friend, Megan. Megan, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing awesome. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. Oh my gosh, the pleasure is all mine. <laughs> so I know a little bit um, about your business, but can you talk um, about your business to our um, podcast listeners, why you started it, and a little bit more about what energy um, working is and the stuff that you do? Absolutely. Um, so I started it about five years ago now, um, and it came from my love for psychology and really feeling like there was this disconnect in psychology of really being able to harness a space of healing. Um, everything became so clinical and so structured and it looked and felt a certain way. And, um, you know, I got reports of just patients feeling like they didn't get the proper compassion or care from their therapist. And I had kind of had a similar experience myself and going through school and feeling like, wait a second, there's just something missing here. There's like this spiritual component missing here. Um, so after I graduated with a psychology undergrad degree, I decided to start studying energy work and um, look into holistic alternative medicine to also kind of boost up the body. And I found that energy work was this missing component of really understanding your emotions, self-awareness, the spiritual aspect of living and being. And yeah, that's kind of what brought about the discovery of what I needed to do for the community. 
Awesome. So can you explain um, for those who might not know, because even when I spoke to my husband earlier today and told him that I was interviewing you, he was like, what kind of energy worker, like DTE energy? Or and I'm like, nope, not that kind of energy worker. So for those who might have been like, okay, I hear this term, but I have no idea um, what it is like, what it is, or kind of briefly explaining to the listening audience um, how um, how energy work kind of takes place in the individual that you are um, having that session with? So there's many forms of energy work. There is Reiki, um, polarity therapy, healing touch. There's a chimi sung. There's just a lot of modalities, but I think all of these modalities kind of encompass one main thing, and it's mindfulness. It's really clearing out the mind and allowing there to be this tranquil space and rest in the body. And while there is this rest in the body and this relaxation, um, you are moving subtle energies with either breath work, sometimes it's movement, sometimes it's just the placing of hands. And you can feel... um, either stagnation in the body or stuckness in the body or inflammation in the body and uh, shift it using that patient's own, I would say, like subconscious space. Um, we're, it's surprising actually what the body is capable of. It's almost like when you're sleeping, that healing space that your body regenerates itself. That's kind of what energy works. I like to think of it as it's like this intention that we put towards in relaxing the body to allow it to go into this healing space for itself. You know, a lot of people will say, that was amazing. What did you do? And I'm like, well, I just really facilitated this space for this to occur. But your body was the one that was actually doing the healing. And that's what's amazing about it. My first experience with you I mean, we felt a connection as if we'd known each other for, for years and continued to, to have com- a lot of communication even past the session. Um, but it was like, it was interesting because I even felt like parts of my body just kind of tingling, uh, other parts where I just felt really kind of more relaxed and, and well lifted. Um, and it was really interesting because even talking to you prior to even getting on the table and off after the session, some things I had in mind was it was right around um, right around my birthday time, and I was really kind of thinking like, oh, I really wanted uh, crystals for my birthday, and I requested it from my husband and some of my friends, and they're like, yeah, we're not buying you rocks. <laughs> like, <laughs> we're going to get you something else. Like, you could buy your own rocks. We're not buying you rocks. And it was interesting because even <laughs> as I left, like, you handed me a few of them, and I was like, oh, wow, I really was wondering that. And I remember you telling me that I'm really great at manifesting things, and I'm like, yeah, okay. Sure, whatnot. Um, but as time went on, it <laughs> opened up a, a portal of me realizing that, wow, like it's, I, I guess my, I was consciously realizing how much I have manifested over the course of my life and how it does come quite, um, quite easily for me that I just didn't realize that these small little things of these instances were me manifesting um, things into my, my, my being. And it was really quite a amazing experience and had, as I, as you know, strong connection with my father who has since passed at that time um i was able to connect with him through you which was amazing um and i loved it i absolutely loved every every moment of moment of it um 
So right now you you have a space in um, the Ferndale area, and then you also are practicing out in Ann Arbor, correct? Um, not so much in Ann Arbor, not just yet. Okay. Um, for in Ann Arbor, I actually work at a traditional Chinese medicine clinic, awesome. um, and that is more focused on the physical body, and I'm more of like getting mentored in this extremely amazing gift of a way. And, uh, yeah, so that is like a completely different thing, but overall I'm hoping to tie in everything. So I studied, um, psychology and the mind, and then I got, you know, some of the more energetic teaching that I wanted. And now I'm really kind of coming full circle and doing a lot of like the physical work. So I work with a lot of like ALS patients and cancer patients and, um, people with neuropathy and, you know, anxiety, depression, like all of these broad spectrum of diseases, but it's not necessarily me that's working with them. I'm more of like the assistant sitting back and like learning about how holistically and from this like ancient modality, how you would treat this um, illness in the body. So it is definitely a gift and it's something I'm very, very happy to do. Mm-hmm. And I hope that at some point in time, I will be able to like full circle everything and uh, have like a really beautiful healing center myself one day. Awesome. So is that your ultimate goal is to open up your own like healing center? Absolutely. Like somewhere where anyone can come, whether it's like trauma depression, anxiety, drug addiction, whatever it is that you need to step out of this paradigm that you've created for yourself in this culture and kind of come somewhere and just be reborn in a sense, you know, to let go of all of those old thought patterns, to let go of all of those physical um, illnesses or stagnation or whatever it is that's holding you back you can kind of restructure and have this rebirth inside of yourself. Awesome. That sounds amazing. And it would be definitely a, a great experience. Um, so throughout your course of like, I don't know, you're always on this course of learning, learning, and learning more as I am. Um, can you share with some of the things that you, that, that you think are really interesting or like things that you dove, dove into that sparked even more and more interest that um, you might think, people in the listening audience might be like, oh, I want to learn a little bit more about that. For me, the thing that I always go back to is studying um, spirituality and just ancient takes on spirituality, because I do think it's the one thing in our culture. As time has progressed, I think we've moved away to these like very organized religions and not to make this, you know, about that but I think that when you really get down to the crux of each religion you kind of find that we're all one and that we're all energy and that we're all moving in time and space together so instead of us all being I think we all need to come in together in so many basic human ways and so for me, it was like going back and like reading the Vedas that like was so shifting or reading like ancient Sanskrit texts about healing and healing modalities by just like listening to your pulse, um, you know, just all sorts of the really ancient ways of either healing 
or belief systems. Going back in time, I think really kind of before modern medicine and I love modern medicine. It totally has its place. That like kind of sounds like I'm one way or the other. But I think going back in time and really connecting to our roots is what our culture is missing right now. And I think if everyone had a little bit more trust in themselves and spirituality, they could be their own guides in this world and kind of know what to do rather than to always feel like they're needing to seek out something from outside of themselves or grab for, you know, the next thing that the TV ad commercial is telling them that they need, you know, they would realize that a lot of that comes from within. Mm -hmm. And I think even as you're saying, um, with modern medicine, a lot of times we typically with not taking that internal look to see what is wrong um, going on internally, as far as even just telling your doctor what type of pain you're in. We're very vague when it comes to that. So it makes it very hard for a doctor to diagnose a lot of stuff because we use very vague terminology like, yes, my right arm hurts. Well, what kind of, you know, what do you mean it hurts? It hurts. Like, well, is it, you know, like, is it uh, like, um, it feel like it's more like a nerve damage? Does it feel like it's a tingling pain? We can't, we, we tend to not internalize Absolutely. internally to figure out what is the cause of it um, so that it makes it even more difficult for the doctor to diagnose, well, am I giving you this medication or is this medication actually hindering the process of you healing because we are not able to fully explain what's going on in your own, your own body type. Um, I remember reading a Absolutely. book. Absolutely. I think that that is like one of the biggest things about energy work are one of the biggest um, positive things that it kind of gives you back is this connection to yourself and your body. Like when you were saying that, you know, you had so much awareness all of a sudden about your ability to manifest things in your life and all of a sudden it became so apparent to you. It didn't just become apparent to you because I said it, it became apparent to you because it's a real thing that you were doing and you were woken up to it. It was literally like I allowed you to touch the energy and feel the energy in your body and in your life force that allows you to do that. And once you became acquainted to it, you're never gonna you're never gonna be a stranger to it again. And I think that that's another thing that exactly what you're talking about when you can't describe a pain in your body because our society has taken us so outside of ourselves. We're so disconnected from ourselves that when you take those 10 minutes a day to just be mindful, you realize, oh, the pain in my arm is actually a tingling, numbing sensation, but it also has a pain to it and it hurts and, you know, whatnot. So, yeah, I definitely, definitely think that that is one of the positive effects of energy work is the fact that it does that to you. It allows there to be this, this, connection to yourself that you know once you were disconnected you didn't notice exactly um and that's the that's the thing i think a lot of times people are always um i hear a lot of times people like oh that's too woo woo for me but it's really just taking <laughs> i mean like i would say like was meditation woo woo for you is prayer woo to you yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's you know, the, patient, the people that come to me and say that I, I tell them well then we don't have to do energy work let's just teach you how to meditate and mm-hmm. let's just teach you how to be mindful and it's the same thing 
You know, like I don't have to do Reiki on you. I don't have to do um, healing touch or polarity therapy. I don't have to do anything. We can just breathe. And essentially you're doing energy work on yourself. Exactly. And I think even um, a couple other energy workers, they've had um, experiences where they had to let the client know that, you know, this is not a massage. <laughs> so I'm not yes. going to <laughs> actually massage your muscles. Like a lot of times I'm not even going to touch your body. And they're like, wait, what am yes. I coming in for? I, I thought it was body work. It's a different form of, of, um, of work. It's, it's not the typical, like, I'm going to sit there and get some massage oil or lotion and really dig deep into those massages and loosening up, you can still feel that release of that tension in that area, but it's coming from internally within and not from, you know, someone physically touching that spot to release that tension. Absolutely. That is correct. (laughs) So, you know, um, you've introduced me um, a lot more into um, crystals. I've had a fascination with them prior to meeting with you, but I know you love them as much as I do. Um, Can you tell me (laughs) what are some of your favorite crystals in your collection and why? Ooh, So I have a crystal that is more of a cathedral. So it's really big. It's a giant, like it's probably knee high on me. So it's a good like foot, foot and a half tall. Um, but I call her Mama, and she is an amethyst crystal that was actually grown in an area high in iron. So when you shine a light on the inside of the cathedral, you really see purple and green and orange and red, and it's just covered in this saturation of color that looks like a galaxy. Oh, my goodness. Um, and the energy that I get from that crystal is so full circle where it's root energy and all the way up to like that middle and between the eye intuitiveness. Um, So that one's a really good one for me. Another crystal I really always tell people about is Azurite. Azurite was one of the first crystals that I connected to on a deep, deep level. And Mm -hmm. I had this grid that I actually have on my website that I call the Ascension of Azurite. And it really was about this, deepening a path of spirituality and not only just the spirituality but of like understanding myself understanding life and it was all about like the more that I came in connection with my own intuition and with my own spirituality the more larger pieces of Azurite I kept buying um and there was just this mixture of like feathers in the grid and um bones and and it was just kind of showing the whole full circle of, you know, earth and I think what it means to like move through earth and nature. Awesome. Beautiful. Um, so that was one of them. And then the last one that I really, really like to turn people on to is uh, Smoky Quartz. Like I think it's really one of those yes, grounding like stones. Yes. It's a grounding and protective stone. And I think one of the things that happens when you do start to really get in connection to your body is that every single person, I don't care who they are, we are all very empathetic. We are empathetic creatures. So all of a sudden, you're going to be very vulnerable to feeling other people's feelings and emotions and their energy and what's going on in their body. And it can be kind of confusing in the beginning where 
when you're opening yourself up that much, all of a sudden you're like, wait a second, now I'm feeling way too much. And you kind of become ungrounded and you take on a lot of other people's attributes and you almost have to say like, is this my stuff or is this your stuff? And I think a nice smoky quartz piece helps you realize and kind of grounds you out of that and kind of gets rid of anything that's not your energy. And you can kind of come a little straight on with things again. Awesome. Yes, I like, um, I definitely like smoky quartz and I have quite a few, I've added quite a few more crystals into my collection. Um, let me ask you, now for me personally, I like, I find more power in them in the raw um, versus in the polished, um, but I do have a few of them that are the towers. I um, haven't yet to get into anything that is um, like the triangle or the pyramid. Um, do have a couple of the ones that are heart-shaped. Uh, so I mean, the reason why I'm asking this is a lot of times people I know are like, well, should I get them polished? Should I get them raw? Should I get them like shaped like this or that? Um, what is your, how do you feel? Or do you have an opinion about them? Um, or is it just kind of like it is what it, it is, whatever feels right, right for you? I do actually feel like I like the raw pieces better. Mm, um, okay. I also like to feel like my crystals come from ethical sources. So a lot of the times when I am going and buying crystals, it's not from your regular, you know, rock shop. I think I would re really, really enjoy liking going to like some of the rock and gem shows mm, and yes. meeting with the actual miners or families who own mines, which is like out of this world. So and so interesting sometimes there's a language there but I think knowing where the stones come from and knowing that you are supporting this small family and you're helping them survive in the world it makes it all that much more of a sacred practice rather than just someone profiting off of selling this natural resource um I do tend to favor the ones that aren't polished as well but I think Again, it goes back to like if an artist had this stone and chose to polish it into this heart and was really making it for the fact that he wanted to shape this heart and make this heart and give this love to another person, then, you know, there's a lot of really nice energy that's attached to that. Or, you know, maybe you just want a pyramid of yourself and you have this certain intention that you're going to use for yourself in this pyramid and you're going to shoot something up to the sky or whatever. So you can take it and you can actually clear any energy off of it by just looking at it and using your intention and saying, this is what I'm going to use this stone for. Whatever it was used for in the past, let that wash off of it. And let's now gear this towards doing something really powerful and manifesting something that's really great. I like, I like that aspect of, of how you put it, that is, if someone created it to make it into the shape, they're putting their love and their energy into that. Um, and also, um, same thing for you. Like, I like to have different crystals that putting my own intentions on them so that it has a meaning to me and not just like, oh, yeah, this is an amethyst and this is, you know, this is a quartz or whatever it may be, but putting it, my own um, intentions on it. As far as cleaning mechanisms, I know a lot of times people say, like, well, how do I clean them and making sure that they're charged up and everything else? Um, what advice do you have to give to people who are looking to clean off any kind of other energy that they might have or to quote unquote, like recharge their, um, their crystals? Do you have any techniques that you prefer? 
Yeah, so a lot of people will use like sage or palisandra sticks or some kind of smudging practice. And I think that those practices are great. They kind of set an intention, not only that you're clearing your crystals, but I think you're kind of clearing yourself and you're using this whole space that you're in, you're going to end up clearing the space. So I think something really sacred like that is great. You can also do the full moon and, you know, place them outside and do this amazing grid for the full moon and have this like really beautiful connection with the um, lunar um, movements, I guess, and like a connection to nature, which I think is really beautiful. Um, But also so many times we we put our human connotations on these things and we create like it to be more than what it is when really we are all powerful beings. And if we want to look at a crystal and say, I want you to be clear and cleansed and I want you to have all of the love in the universe in you right now, you are more than capable of doing that. I mean, you as a being have so much power and intention inside of you that we can do it ourselves by just looking and focusing and using that intention and that power and that manifestation power to kind of move and shift the energy of the stone as it is. Oh, I love that. Awesome. So we're going to um, shift gears a little bit. And um, I'd like to ask a lot of my uh, guests a couple of questions. So this could be kind of like a rapid fire or you take as much time as you like to answer them. Um, How do you unwind as much of the energy that you work that you're doing? How do you unwind after the end of a long day and be able to clear off maybe any other stressful energy that you might have around you? What is your kind of like favorite Um, way to de-stress? I love to put on music and I dance. That's a big one for me. And that's when a lot of my own energy work kind of happens on myself, but also just going for a nice walk outside. Like when Mm. the weather is nice and it's warm, I am out there. And sometimes I walk eight to 10 miles a day and I don't think about it. Like it is just all about the walk. So I think that movement is really key. And uh, I think also to do the work and to not take on that energy, it just takes a lot of compassion and creating that sacred, that same kind of compassion that you are giving to your clients is the same compassion you give to yourself. And just knowing that you are divinely protected and, you know, you can always just send out the message like, I'm only taking what's mine. They're only taking what's theirs. Mm-hmm. And that sacredness, again, follows suit too. I love it that you said that you like to listen to music and dance rounds. A lot of times I will do that, um, especially like when I'm listening to music and working out in my basement, I will just dance around and I'm the same way. I like being outdoors. Um, hiking is one of my things. If I'm surrounded by nature on all sides, instead of being around the concrete, I absolutely love it. But anywhere I can walk where there's more green around me than there is concrete and stone buildings, <laughs> I feel so grounded yeah. at the end of the day. <laughs> it's just something, absolutely. I guess, I guess it's like, if I have to sit and I call, always call it expressways, like just like a parking lot. I mean, it's just like a long, yeah. long parking lot for me. I'm like, if I have to sit in a parking lot all day long, getting back and forth from work or whatever it may be. I need something to break that up. I need some, some greenness to kind of calm me down a little bit. Um, so, Megan, what is your favorite healthy snack? 
ooh, parsley. Is that weird? No, <laughs> I mean, I eat thing. parsley like a rabbit by the bunch. I will wash parsley and I will take the whole bunch of it and I will carry it in a bag with me. I will eat it on the road. I take pictures of it, eat, me eating it on the road and I'll like send it to my friends because I know it's so weird. But ever since I was a little girl, I would go in the fridge and just grab handfuls of parsley and I would eat them constantly. So do you put anything on it or just like, just, just freshly washed? No. Nope. All right. It's like freshly washed parsley. <laughs> so nothing like tabbouleh. Like you probably like tabbouleh, but you're like, I don't have the time oh to my make God. tabbouleh. I yes. just eat parsley by itself. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Awesome. You know, it's so funny. People, when people ask me, like, if you could only eat one food for the rest of your life, what would it be? I say the same thing. The same exact response as this question. It's parsley. It's like, I cannot live without parsley. <laughs> I love it. I love that. Um, no, I don't think that's weird. I think, I mean, everyone has, that's the first time I've ever heard it. Um, but <laughs> honestly, if that's what you dig, I mean, then it's power to you. Um, I mean, some, people love, some people love kale. Other people think it's like a bitter, um, bitter kind of taste. But it's, it's very refreshing, especially this time of the year when it's warmer. It's really nice to have yeah. something refreshing. Huh. Yeah. Do you have a favorite quote or affirmation? Um. You know, the first thing that just came into my mind right now is that I am loved. And it's not that I am loved, it's that I am loved. I think that we just somehow seem to miss that. And it's the one thing that everyone's needing right now. So if you know that you are loved, you can always give love. You'll never be depleted of love. And you're loved fully. You love fully. I think it's like the best feeling in the world I think it's the most full feeling in the world honestly I love that that is very sweet yeah I do think because a lot of times people will recite the I am love like like as if people are like I people love me um but forgetting also on the other aspect is that if you are made of love you can freely give freely receive um yes something yes. that a lot of people have a heart like you have a lot of people who are givers that have a hard time receiving and vice versa. Yeah. You have a lot of, hard, a lot of people who um, will take, 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 and, you know, have a hard time giving back. So knowing that it's, it's a full circle um, of it. That's, that's lovely. I do like that one. So um, I know that we are like most of the way through the year. So almost halfway through the year, do you have a big goal that you want to accomplish this year for 2018? Um, I think my biggest goal is to get my own home. Is that weird? No, it's that, not that, weird. Is that it's not career orientated. No, you know, for like the last, I think for the last like three years, I have um, been kind of like this gypsy nomadic person, where I kind of just always am where I need to be, mm -hmm. and I stay like I just kind of stay everywhere like <laughs> I stay in Ann Arbor I stay in Troy and I'm in Ferndale and sometimes I stay there and so I think for me it's really creating like a home space and my space and where I have this grounded root energy and a garden I think that is my goal for the end of the year mm. yeah I like that definitely I definitely I definitely like that 
Um, so you mentioned, and we've talked, you kind of touched base a little bit about some of the chakras. And so for those who are not familiar with the chakras, can, let's tie in, um, I guess, maybe if, if you have an idea of like an affirmation, a crystal um, for each of the chakras and starting from like the root all the way up to the crown, if you can kind of go through and say like, this would be a really great way to um, open it up or to balance the chakra if it's, if it's out of balance. Yeah, I definitely, okay, so I definitely work with the chakras. I feel them. They're basically, for those that don't know, they are little, like, energy portals in your body and little, like, energy centers more so in your body. Um, So your crown is really what connects you to the divine. It's at the top of your head. It really connects you to spirituality. I think how you kind of can um, allow that. I don't like, I'm not huge on like affirmations. I don't like say them like in the mirror, like anything like that. But stones that are really going to be good for that or is anything white. Um, so white or clear, using your clear cords that kind of clears everything out. Um, Argonite is another stone that you could use. But I think, you know, just knowing that if you want to, be lifted into higher dimensions, you can kind of just sit there, set out that intention that you want to feel the higher presence. Um, you can also do it with like that deep indigo. So that goes into like the third eye. Mm-hmm. And that's where um, you kind of get connected to spirituality through your intuition and almost like that connection of what's out there on the crown. Yes also inside of you like I really love the quote as above so below because it kind of is a metaphor of everything that's going inside of us is the same of what's going on out there and we kind of project our realities and whatnot um so yeah so I think that there is your crown that connects you to the spirit realm your third eye connects you to your intuition that can really also connect you to your spirit guides in the spirit realm I'm going down, you have your throat, which is all about communication. Um, And I think like a really good quote for that would just be like, I am fully communicating and articulating how I I feel, like Mm -hmm. genuinely how I feel authentically. I am authentically communicating myself through the world because when you are out of balance with that, Sometimes you're not always speaking your truth or sometimes you're holding back what you're saying. Um, blue stones are really, really good. So your celestite, your um, hemomorphite, um, turquoise, some of those bluer stones are going to be really, really good for facilitating communication. Awesome. Down to your heart, um, that heart chakra, you can really do I am love. And I, it's like, again, like we said, it's not about I am loved. It's I am love fully and completely so that you can give love and receive love. Um, a lot of your pinks and your green stones are going to be good for that center. So aquamarine, um, rose quartz, uh, malachite. That's like one that I feel like people miss where like it's this beautiful, beautiful green. green. Yes. So it's like, green yeah, it's a little bit like of black in it. It's gorgeous. Yes. And it's like protective, but protecting your heart center. Um, chlorite is another favorite stone of mine that's like a green and it really is clearing and cleansing to the heart because most of the time it comes um, inside and it grows inside of quartz. So mm. it's like cleanses and clears your heart from any pain or trauma. 
going down and I kind of always get these mixed up, but I think your first one is your solar plexus and then it goes down to your sacral and then it's your root. So starting with the solar plexus, it's really all about your doing like I do, I create. And so it can get in balance when you're doing too much or when you're not doing enough and when you're creating too much or when you're not creating enough. And those are really going to be your bright yellows. Um, stones, so your citrines. Um, I'm trying to think of other yellowy stones. And so citrine is really the one I think of. The yes, the only one I could think of too. Yeah, so that's citrine, and the citrine is funny because it's also associated with success and money, which is interesting, right? With the I do, I create, I'm going mm-hmm. to be successful kind of like mentality. Um, so you really have to stay balanced in that, I think. Um, but yeah, so that one, and then going down to the sacral, sacral really gets into, um, this connection of like who you are really, and like how comfortable you are with it. Because once you do, you create, but you know, is it meaningful? Is it purposeful to you? And that sort of a thing. Um, so that's your orange. And I'm trying to think of like an orange stone off the top of my head uh, I'm like looking at my stones right now while we speak <laughs> I guess it would be like a jasper actually okay um, jaspers and agates can be some of those tiger eye I just got yeah, one tiger, tiger eye, eye. Mm-hmm. that's a good one for that like sacral area it's also going to be really nice and grounding for the root as well um there is another kind of aragonite that is more on the orangey side that's really good for your sacral. And then your root is all about safety and security and um, family and home. And, you know, that's where all of your sexual organs are. And that's where your grounding center is. And so I think it's like one of the most important ones. And again, those really dark stones are going to be good for that. So hematite. Um, the smoky quartz, uh, onyx, all of the Mm. stones like that are really going to, they're also going to be heavier in weight. It's kind of interesting. Like they're heavier. They kind of ground you. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. 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 So, um, those stones are going to be really, really great. And again, I think the one is the one quote I would say for the root, because I think it's important, like there's certain chakras that I focus on more than others. And one of them is in fact the root, but it's just saying that I am perfectly safe. I am perfectly secure and knowing that wherever you are is where you're meant to be and really planting your feet and your roots in wherever you are. Mm, I love that. So Megan, if someone was in the Metro Detroit area and wanted to work with you, what's the best way to get in contact with you? Um, via email, actually, it's so funny. I am like not a phone person. I do not. I have my phone number out there, but I just don't like carrying my phone around. I don't like being on my phone. I don't like the idea that we always need to be in contact. Like, does anyone remember the nineties when like we only had house phones and some of them didn't even have answering machines. So like, I don't know what the instant, like, constant communication and the instant gratification of getting a response from someone, it's kind of overwhelming to me. And it, it is, like, be. a little bit stressful. 
I yeah, know my husband's always very, like, get off the phone, get off, like, stop text messaging. He's like, you don't have to respond to the text message right away. I'm like, but I have to. He's like, no, you don't. <laughs> it's funny. I'm probably the worst businesswoman on the face of the earth, but I promise if you email me at herblyconscious at gmail.com, I will respond to you within a day or two. Um, but it is the best way, and it makes me feel like I'm actually – having to respond in a way that feels comfortable with me rather than feeling like I just immediately need to answer the phone I and I set up an appointment. It also gives me a reading too on like the person, you know, like how much time they take to type out what they have going on or what they need to say. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, sometimes when you get someone on the phone, they're, they're even busy. And it's the strangest thing in the world. It's like, they're in the middle of doing something and calling you while they're driving. And you're like, wait, what? What's going on here? <laughs> I know. So, you know, I'm just more of a, you know, we really think things out and we plan things with intention. And I think I get that vibration a lot more through an email. Awesome. Well, thank you for showing um, up for today's podcast. I will also get all of your information so we can put it into the um, links in the show notes so people can get in contact with you via your website and also your email address, um, along with any of that. I meant you mentioned a program earlier. Oh, your grid. Is that grid still on your website? Absolutely. It is on my website. Awesome. So I will leave the link there. Yeah, I would leave the link there so that you guys could check out the grid. Thank you again, um, Megan. Thank you, Stephanie. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, I love it. I love having you on it. Thank you so much. Thank you for tuning into Love Your Life podcast. All information and links for this podcast can be found in the show notes. If you like this episode and want to continue the conversation, you can email me at info at fitnesswellnesslife.com. And for more information to living a life you love, follow me on Instagram at FWL underscore Steph and on Facebook at Fitness Wellness Life. As always, you can schedule a free 30-minute call with me by going to www.fitnesswellnesslife.com. Thanks again, and don't forget to tune in next week for another inspiring episode. Don't forget to like, comment, and follow our sponsors, Scribed, unlimited audio and ebooks for $8.99 a month, and Rocky's Natural Body Products. Use the link in the show notes to sign up. It's maybe the night that my dreams might let me know All the stars are closer All the stars are closer Tell me what you gonna do to me Confrontation ain't nothing new to me You could bring a bullet, bring a sword, bring a morgue But you can't bring the truth to me Alexa, play Kendrick Lamar and SZA Okay Maybe the night that my dreams might let me know
With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today. Want entertainment designed just for you? Then check out customizable streaming TV from Xfinity. It makes your life simple, easy, awesome. Xfinity gives you customizable streaming TV options. Enjoy the most free shows anywhere on any device and even access your streaming apps right on your TV with X1. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY or visit a store today to learn more. Restrictions apply. 